Hey, did, 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 did y'all enjoy that three minutes of silence? You know what? Sometimes you just need to pause and reflect and be silent. You know what I mean? Some, sometimes you just, need, you just need moments of reflection and solitude. Everything ain't about talking. <laughs> oh. I don't. Hey, that's the that's the way that's the way you overcome a technical gl glitch and difficulty. You make it into a moment where you're like, you know what? Everything is not about words. Everything's not about talking. Sometimes there ne there needs to be solitude. Be still and know, right? There just needs to be some quiet. Sometimes, yes, yes. Uh, Nalaja. Oh, that's a beautiful name. If that's how it's pr pronounced, Nalaja. Yes, I'm turning it into a sermon. Of course I'm turning it into a sermon. What what doesn't get turned into a sermon? So um anyway, man, y'all looking straight into my bedroom and everything today. <laughs> this is this is uh Y'all y'all up in the house right now. I think usually we have the we we have the Pac-Man there and no, he don't matter. <laughs> you, don't move the camera. It, it's they're in my house. It doesn't matter. They're already in my house. It just doesn't matter. Tiffany Thompson just got out of, our, got out of her first therapy session. Yay! Right. Woo! We love it. We absolutely love it. This is awesome. This is awesome. About my weekend? What what have I been up to? Okay. Well, well, first of all, let, let me roll call. Let me roll call who's let me roll call the squad today. Roll okay? call. I'm roll calling the the squad today because um uh in the building with me today, okay, Sean P, Juliana, okay, Nathan, Noah, because they're both done with their work because okay. they're nerds. Yeah. I'm, I'm raising little nerds because nerds rule the world. And for the first time ever, Hannah's in the building. Let's Ladies go, and Hannah! gentlemen. Don't ask why she's here. Don't ask what she's doing. It's top secret, okay? You don't need to know all that. All you need to know is that she's here, okay? And if I put her on this mic, none of y'all would never want to hear me talk ever again. Oh, my goodness. This girl opened her mouth and said, like, 
seven words and I was like, read the phone book to me. <laughs> slowly. Read the phone book to me very, very slowly. Anyway, um, what's popping? Hey, um, roll call, where y'all at? Dayton, Ohio. Thank you, Daph- Daphne. L. Baines, let's go. Waco, Texas in the building. Derek Green. Um, yeah, a couple of people have said that the picture is dark. I don't know. I got you. I don't know if the if if why it's dark. I don't I don't that's not that's not my area of expertise. That's not what I do. Hector and Sean uh H- Hector and uh Sam are uh they're out on a top secret mission saving the world, I believe. I don't know where they are, but wherever they are, they they deserve a break. They're 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 somewhere. Trinidad and Tobago, Carlsbad, Houston, Atlanta, Colleen. Ooh, what is that? Hazel something? Well, it went too fast. Oh, my goodness. Y'all just be... It comes to Santa Cruz, West Bloomfield, Michigan, Calgary, Canada. Let's go, Canada. Ontario, Canada. Everybody from Canada. Carlsbad, New Mexico, St. Lucia. Let's go, Islands. Houston, some... <laughs> not Alexis saying she's a, she's just off 35 South. She's not even in the city. <laughs> she's currently driving through cities right now. And so she's just off 35 South. Thank you for the geotag. That is hilarious. Detroit 313, uh, South Africa, Pretoria, North Richland Hills. That's going to always have a special place in my heart, and y'all know why. Um, Redding, California. Let's go. Huntsville. Um, Ireland. Yes, Ireland. What time is it for y'all right now? Vermont. Marino Valley, California. I got people. I got people. England with all them A's. (laughs) Texarkana, y'all down there in East Texas. UK, London, Oxford. Let's go. Shout out to London. Shout out to the UK. I love y'all. Redmond, Oregon. Brent, does that say there's a Brenda, Arizona? I never heard of Brenda. That's a, that's a thing? Who is it just <laughs> Okay, we're about to check it. Yeah, thank you. Who, 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 whoever Brenda, whoever Brenda is. Must have been very popular to get a whole city named after <laughs> Brenda, Arizona. Population 466. Wow. A, Brenda, Arizona got a population of 466 people. Ain't a lot going on in Brenda. <laughs> very small town. Wow. Brenda must be like, man. Okay, Brenda. Dallas, Texas. Amen. Hazel Green, Alabama. That's what that was. Hazel Ooh. Green. Oh, you know about that? Malawi. Shout out to Malawi. Um, CJ Espinosa says uh, Tupac did talk about Brenda. <laughs> uh, well, Brenda only got four, 426 babies now. So there's your Tupac reference. Rochester, New York, Fort Worth, Beltsville, West Covina, where the grass is greener. Let's go, Natalie in West Covina. Yeah. Shout out to West Covina. Y'all know. Y'all know. If y'all know me more than 20, well, I guess it would be 27 years. Y'all know. North Korea. Shout out. Shout out from North Korea. Mm, North Korea. David Jimenez. Do you re- do you really get to. Are, is. Is Kim Jong-un going to let you watch us in North Korea? Listen, hey, man, he we can't make movies about what, him. What, what kind of VPN security system are you on, sir? Are mil- military. Hey, maybe he's uh, maybe he's in the government. Hey, hey bro, tell him to be careful. You better not be digging into everybody's phones on here. 
David. If I don't know how you watching us from there. Zimbabwe, Destiny, Memphis, Tennessee. The truth said he's streaming from Wakanda. <laughs> in all caps. I think he put it in all caps because that is cap. Uh, Mima PJ. Yay, Pastor Tim finally read my post after four consistent lives. <laughs> um, just call me Tim. Don't call me Pastor Tim. Tim's fine. Schenectady, New York. Collet Park, ATL. I've been in ATL more this year than I've ever been in my entire life. How you like it? Uh, it's it's lovely. It's lovely. Johannesburg, Nassau, Bahamas, uh, Kingston, Jamaica. <laughs> and y'all just have a y'all just had a major earthquake, Nikki. I hope y'all are okay. Oh, I hope you guys are okay. Uh. Jesus A, T.O. Tim, my birthday was yesterday, 29 years old. Any words of wisdom? Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, first of all. But second, um, uh, you got a lot of life ahead of you. You're 29 years old. Close out your 20 strong. I mean, mm-hmm. life is just a, 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 a continuum, but we do give significance to these decades. And I believe that we do that for a reason. And so at 29 years old, hey, yo, finish out your 20 strong, man. Mm. Enjoy it. Get it out. You know what I'm saying? Before you hit 30, try something. Try something new. Try something you've never done before. Try something that's going to make you uncomfortable. Stretch yourself. Step into your 30s uh, with a willingness to learn, not to settle, um, not, not, to get, not to get lazy. Mm. You should always be trying something. You should always be learning something. Uh, you should always be doing something, even if you don't think you can do it. Like, just do it anyway. Yeah. It, like fail at something. Don't be afraid to fail. That's good. Failures are findings. Failure doesn't mean something's wrong. So, fail, fail, failure can all can 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 lead to you finding out something that's right. That's but you got to fail at something first. So go fail at something. Jesus, that that you probably don't want to hear that. You're like, what words of wisdom do you have? You're going to be spiritually blessed this year, and God's going to open up new doors. And I'm over here like, yeah, just go fail at something. <laughs> <laughs> best advice i've ever heard go suck at something (laughs) right like that that'll be a i promise you look we raising our hands yo when i was 29 i was i was failing stuff i was trying stuff and failing it i promise you i was i was trying stuff and failing it i'll never forget um uh when i was at the potter's house Mm. Mm -mm -mm. this right here lord have mercy praise god I'm gonna they be up. Right? I'm gonna be up until the wee hours of the morning. Let's go. Pupils dilated, building arts and crafts. Like it's, <laughs> it's just it's, good. it's too much in here. Knit, I am. Knit us a blanket. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna start knitting blankets. I'm gonna start doing stuff I've never done. Yo, you about to go in, in my life. Uh, Timothy Nathan, uh, can you please uh, fill this water bottle up for me? I appreciate your life. Thank you, bro. About to roll up in the she shed, knit something, make some wood. I'm not gonna wood. do that. Oh my bad. That's Juliet. <laughs> my bad. I'm not messing with her realm. It's locked up. Mm-hmm. Shout out Ruby Red. Three days clean of vaping. Hey, oh. let's go, Ruby. Yeah. Hey, let me tell you something that I love about the dwellers, y'all. This is why I love how safe of a space this has become, because we got people in our live chat that 
They don't send anonymous emails. And, and, and I'm not knocking those that do. There's some people that are just sticking their toe in vulnerability, just sticking their toe in, you know, placing faith in a space or de- um, developing trust with a space. So this is no knock, but I just want to sell up. Hey, and, and, and let me, I, I, I'm, I have converging thoughts colliding, so I'm going to slow down. When I make a statement, let me just make my statement. I don't need y'all bringing me every other angle to the statement that could be made. I'm just celebrating this right now. It doesn't mean that I'm yeah. not celebrating that. I I had um uh we put out that post that has gone like crazy viral about uh black women's hair. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, when black people, when black women wear their natural hair, I just think it's a sign of strength and power and all this kind of stuff. Right. I start. We we got we got some people that were giving feedback that was like, um, you need to celebrate all hair. And some people can't wear their hair and some people have alopecia and some people when I get ready to show to, to hold space for people that have alopecia, I will do so. Okay. Lord have mercy. Can I just celebrate one thing without hearing? Another thing, it's, it's just wild that you can't clap for something without being like, well, everybody, I know we just celebrated those that got their doctorates, but there's a whole bunch of people in the third world country that don't have an education at all. OMGZ. Look, like there's a, like, like it's we've eight to- <laughs> billion ways to grieve humanity and eight billion ways to celebrate it. Please let us have this and that. It's not one or the other. I'm just celebrating something. That's right. Now I forgot what I was celebrating. We were celebrating vaping, free of vaping. All right, all right, all right. So here's what I'm celebrating. I'm celebrating people like Ruby. That was her name, right? I'm celebrating people like Ruby who are not like surreptitiously emailing like, hey, keep me anonymous, but just wanted y'all to know this. That's how you know you've created a safe space. When people are like, three days in, I'm not vaping. Uh, There was somebody earlier... Uh, I think somebody put it in the comment section with Nancy Houston's clip this morning uh-huh. that they're three days porn free. Oh, I think it was three days or three weeks. I can't remember what it was. I glanced it today. But that's like, that's commendable. Yeah, That's heroic. That's how you let people in to walk on the journey with you. You throw the lights on and you don't try to keep it hidden. You just put it out there. You know what I'm saying? So like, Shout out to you, Ruby, and shout out to everybody um, that's uh, that's just, you know, making vulnerability a part of your normal life, right? Like, you're just the, the, the most beautiful thing in the world. And I know we don't shout this from the, ro- the rooftops. It's not something that you walk into. I expect people to walk into their job with and step into, you know, peek their head over the cubicle to their next door neighbor like, I'm three days free from vaping. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's probably inappropriate if, if you're, like, filing insurance claims for 11 hours a day and you just peek over. <laughs> like like Tim the Tool Man's neighbor. <laughs> just peek over just with your eyes. I haven't watched porn in five days. And then you just, like that, right? We're not saying, we're not saying do that. What we are saying is there should be a space that you should have. That's why the basement exists. There should be a space where you could do that. You can't do that everywhere. But there should be a space that you can't do that. And I'm grateful that this space is safe enough that people feel like, you know what? I can say this 
in a live chat without feeling like you were vaping. I can't believe you were va- three days ago. You were vaping. What was the flavor? <laughs> oh my god! Yo, live shows go wild. Girl, I don't know. I don't know. We have to ask Hannah, and she has to tell us very slowly. (laughs) Whatever she says, she has to say it slow. (laughs) But um, go ahead. What are you gonna say? George Davis. Shout out to George Davis. Three weeks clean from porn. Praise God. Let's go. Let's celebrate it, y'all. That's what I'm talking about. God is good. Yo, we out here. We out here having little victories, and you should celebrate them. Mm-hmm. Three days, celebrate. Three weeks, celebrate. Say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the, you got to start somewhere. Yep. We always celebrating somebody that hasn't done nothing in like 22 years. The last drop of alcohol I had was 22 years ago. Bless God. <laughs> I've been sober ever since. I haven't touched a lick of anything. I won't even in that, you know, the communion juice, I won't even touch it unless it's grape juice. And it better not be over 30 days old. <laughs> I look right on the expiration date. So if it's over 30 days old, that's darn near wine. And I won't touch it because I'm sober minded and I don't want to go back to my old ways. OK, amen. 22 years. I celebrate 22 years. I also celebrate 22 minutes. That's a decision. Let's go. Let's go. You got to start somewhere. Yep. We we always cheering for the person that that's already on the other side. Let's let's cheer some people through. Let's cheer some people while they're act when when they're struggling, mm-hmm. right? Like so. Shout out to George Davis as well. Three weeks sober from pornography, not allowing that stuff to mess with your brain. This is a car wreck. Trust me, I'm telling you what I know. It's a car wreck. You do not want to get addicted to pornography. It rewires your brain. It's a car crash. It's, you don't want it. Stop traumatizing yourself. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that's how I wanted to start. That's a celebration for me. Hey, celebration, that's a great way to start, though. Yeah. You know, that's what Jesus said, I think. Bro, I'm weak. <laughs> Sean said, that's what Jesus said, I think. Shout out to 1,000 people in the chat already. Let's go on a Monday. Yeah. On a Monday. Yeah. On a Monday. Yeah, October 30th on a Monday. Let's Shout go. out. We already got 1,000 in the chat. The Let's first go. three minutes was silence. You know and y'all were patient enough to hang in there. Y'all are real ones. Uh, Yeah. So, um, what are we talking about today? Tim, I see we have some boxes on the table. We do have these boxes on the table. Do you want to, I yeah. need you to open these boxes. Okay, okay. There she goes. Open these boxes. Let goes. us know what's in these boxes because. The suspense is killing me. Somebody sent us these boxes and I don't know what stuff is. Open them on camera if you can. Can you bring it? Okay. Do you want to open it on camera? Oh, uh, it might, it might not be a good look. <laughs> No, just open it from there. Well, well, hand it to me first, and and then I'll just at least somebody sent us Funko, Funko Pops, Funko Pops. I don't know nothing about them. I thought they were. I thought it was like 
edible at first. I was about to say, who's sending <laughs> ice cream in edible. the mail? <laughs> the only thing I know about pops is like you, you know, uh, like candy or whatever. So the- we we got these Funko pops. Um, you said somebody named Franklin sent them. Ashley Franklin. Ashley Franklin. Yeah. What is this? Oh my good! Is this Sam? This has Wait, to be here, Sam. Here, here, here. Show it to the camera. Yo, this is Sammy. Oh Yo, these are little people. Yeah. That's <laughs> Sammy's eyes are filled with darkness. <laughs> Black eyes. I'm like Funko Pops gets you close, but it doesn't get you the whole thing. Sam Sammy looks like a little Jedi warrior trapped in a. Trapped he, in prison. Dad, he looks like he would be in God of War. Yeah, he does. Th- this yeah. is this is Sammy Biden. Kratos. This is Sammy <laughs> Kratos. That's who that is. Funko Pops are pretty bomb. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, who this? This is Hector. Oh, look. oh, Hector looks trapped. <laughs> Yo, dude, it has his whole name on here. Whoa! It oh, says Hector so- A. Guerrero on it. That is so cool. Show it to the camera. Show look at Hector. Camera. Oh, his legs are not attached. His legs are off to the side. Look. <laughs> his little legs. I think they're watching right now. I'm pretty sure Hector. Well, Hector, you're in a box. Hey, if this is some low-key voodoo stuff, I bind it in Jesus' name. Hey, no, I'm just playing. I'm, that, that was so <laughs> spiritual. That was just really deep. Did Hector put his mid, uh, middle name out there like that? It says A, Hector A. <gasps> Juliana's so cute. Oh, look at Julia. That is so adorable. The glasses. And she has a laptop in one hand and a cell phone in another. Look at that. Oh, my goodness, Juliana. Oh, thank you, guys. Oh, oh okay. So we got to. Okay. Next week, these will be staged. Next next week, these are. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, how many figurines you finna get? Introducing mm-hmm. Southeast Asian Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> With the blue glasses on. Love it. This is this is this is Hindu Timmy. This is great. <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. I love it. Oh, these <laughs> this is hilarious. What am I'm holding a mic in one hand and headphones in another. At least my body's attached. My, wow. little, my little legs aren't off to the side like Hector's are. Hector came dismembered. I don't know what that means. Hey, thank. And who sent this again? Ashley Franklin. Ashley Franklin. Shout out to you for the Funko Pops. Oh, I can't wait till we get these out of the box and get them staged. And man, we got little figurines and everything now. We need to sign a deal with Hasbro or something. Right. Or Mattel. I'm on it. I'm on it. Hey, I think the next Barbie movie. We should be in it. Facts. Mm-hmm. Look, in the in the beginning, middle, and end. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I just want to be in the movie. I don't you want us prominently placed in the beginning, the middle, and the end. So okay. practically the whole movie. The whole the whole movie. I'm down with it. Yes, Jasmine, I am tired. Thank you for noticing. Uncle Tim looks tired. I am so Tired. Truth is, I'm tired. I am tired, girl. 
But that's okay. So let's talk about fatigue. Let's talk about being tired when you are stewarding a vision and you are launching an app and you are you, you are the one that founded it and you you got to launch it and you got to sign talent and you got to make sure the tech works and and I, I don't I don't I'm not a tech person so I ain't got to make sure the tech works but you're overseeing like the, the 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 user experience and making sure the user interface looks great and we're responsible for the copy and the aesthetics of it and the whole nine. Let me tell you something. Starting a business is not for the faint of heart. Amen. Let's let's let let's chop it up real quick, okay? So yes, I am tired, but 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 fatigue comes with success. Let that marinate real quick. I love how the Holy Spirit be setting these pods up because I, I I have no idea when I sit down where we're going. And then the Holy Spirit just just makes it just makes it very, very clear. But fatigue comes with success. You can't be successful and not be tired. Ooh. That part. Ooh. That part. Wait. Why? Because. And I'm talking about at the launch of launch of a thing. Right? You can reach a level of success and you got everything built out, and then you can there's a level of relaxation that you can have. But you you ain't gonna you ain't gonna get a, a, a good night's sleep and start a business. Sorry, I'm so sorry. That's not the way it works. Some of us we we want to be millionaires and we want to have a successful businesses and you want eleven hours of sleep. That's not gonna happen. This when you start something, everything is on you. When you start something, your hand has to be on everything. When you start something, there's going to be a level of stress. Stress is not bad if it is managed. Stress does not have to be bad. It just needs to be managed. Here's the example I always give uh, leaders that I'm mentoring. Um, so I'll tell them, I said, if you put 100 pounds of weight, like, like dumbbells in a backpack, and you put it on your back, your body is going to feel that. Right. Your back's going to feel it. Your legs are going to feel it. Your lower back especially is going to feel it. Your shoulders are going to start feeling it because you got 100 pounds in a backpack on your back. Right. Yeah. That's stress. Your body's saying this is heavy and that's stress. OK, that's just weight. Dumbbells. OK. Now, empty that backpack, fill it with 100 pounds of gold bars. 100 pounds of gold bars. Put it on your back. Okay. Is the stress going to feel any different? No. Maybe? No, it's no. heavy. It's heavy. It's not. 100 pounds is 100 pounds, fam. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Too. It doesn't matter if it's, if, it's, if it's iron, gold, diamonds. Yeah. 100 pounds is 100 pounds. Right. And we think if it's good, it shouldn't be stressful. If it's valuable, it shouldn't be stressful. Mm. If it's prospering me, it shouldn't be stressful. Your body don't know the difference between iron and gold. Mm. All your body knows is it's weight. Mm. So So I could be up all night stressing because I ain't got no money. I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. They about to repo my car. I'm about to go into foreclosure. That could be a level of stress. Right. Nope. Guess what the stress is? Are we going to make payroll? 
Are we going to raise the $5 million for the capital campaign? Are we going to have enough funding for the second round to push this app into the stratosphere where it needs to be? It's a different, that's a different level of stress. It's still good stress. I mean, it's still stress, but it's like, oh, there is money. Yeah, but there's also checks and there's insurance <laughs> and there's liability and there's all kind of stuff. It's T minus four days until the launch of the B-side app. Okay. Super excited about it. I'm super excited about it. And my nerves are a wreck. <laughs> That's real. Thank you for your vulnerability. And it's an and. My nerves are a wreck. I am nervous about this day, man. Yeah. It is sold out. Thousand people plus coming Woo. in the room. Woo. We launching this app. I want, listen, it are, listen, it, it's, it's exciting. And my nerves are a wreck, man. A year ago, what was I doing? I was preaching sermons. What the hell am I doing a year later right. launching an app? What are we even talking about? God did. Who, who does this in 365 days? <laughs> not even me, God. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, so I'm not going to act. I've never done this before. So I'm not going to act like I have. Mm. All these people walking around act like you've been here before. Y'all fronting. I'm not, listen, my my life is built on vulnerability. Don't think I'm going to get here to the launch of this app and start acting like, yeah, we got the best thing going in the whole wide world and and you better be a part of this because this is the newest. <laughs> Man, please, I'm nervous. Tim, you talked about managing stress. I'm nervous. Yeah. Let me finish this. Okay. I just need to finish this real quick. <laughs> I am nervous. Mm. And guess what? guess what nervousness means? I'm human. I'm not severed from my emotions. I'm not severed from my feelings. I'm very aware. I'm very self-aware that stepping into Friday night is going to be a bundle of nerves. And I'm going to lock in and focus and walk out there with confidence in my God more than confidence in myself. If this thing is wildly successful... May God be praised. If this thing is a wild flop, may God be praised. Because at least I tried. I believe God told me to put a space, a, a, a space together, which is the basement. And then he subsequently told me, now give it a place. I want there to be a platform for this. I've done all I can. Now he has to do what he wills. But let's not act like you ain't nervous about it. Let's not act like you don't get scared. Let's not act like you sleeping a, a great nine hours a night. Like, it's all on God. It's not on me. Some of this is on me, man. <laughs> got up. I got up early this morning, had my devotion time, got back in the bed with my wife. Took me a little nap, popped up again, took a great shower, and ran up here 90 seconds before... <laughs> Y'all heard, please don't push me, but y'all push B. I sat in this chair 90 seconds before we went silent for three minutes. <laughs> that was probably the Lord just giving me time to just settle in. I should have I just sat there and just looked in the camera for three minutes and not said nothing. 
instead of like yap yap yapping on mute. But I think we need to be honest about that because you you'll see successful people, multi millionaires, Magic Johnson. Shout out to Irvin Magic Johnson, number thirty two, the best point guard that's ever played the game in any decade. Irvin Magic Johnson just became a billionaire. Ooh. He just hit Billy status. He joins the ranks of Michael Jordan and LeBron, Tiger Woods as athletes who have cracked a bill or former athletes that have cracked a billion dollars in their net worth. Y'all you, 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 want me to believe Magic Johnson has never had a sleepless night? Mm. Mm. Raising capital, trying to buy sports franchises, putting movie theaters in the hood. Yes. Thank you, Magic. Yes. Because none of the major uh none of the major uh movie outlets was coming into the hood. So thank you for for the movie theaters you put in the hood. Back in the day. Brought Starbucks to the hood. Because nobody was trying to bring Starbucks to the hood. So thank you for that. Um like you, you, you think multimillionaires and billionaires, when they first started out, wasn't Fueling themselves off some caffeine and some coffee and going to bed late and waking up early. I went to bed at 2 a.m. I get up at either 4.30 in the morning or 5.30 in the morning. Let the math math real quick. Going to bed at 2 doesn't excuse me from getting up early. I still have to have my time with God. If I had to choose between my time with God or this podcast, I bet you I, I cancel this podcast. Mm. I, I cancel this podcast before I cancel my time with God. Mm-hmm. I see you. I sure would. That's what I love about you, Tim, your commitment to the Lord. That We admire that. Yeah, we I Thank hope you. you know that. It's shown. It's, we see it. Thank you, sweetheart. There's mad fruit. Yeah, no. So so I, I, just, I just think it's very, very, I'm glad, I'm glad we hit on this. Shout out to whoever noticed that I was tired. I'm glad you noticed I was tired. Um, but I, but I want to give context to that fatigue. That This fatigue comes with this season that I'm in. This time last year, I was getting a good old eight hours of sleep. <laughs> Pastoring the church, transitioning the church, even doing the podcast at the time. I was still like, oh, I got bandwidth. This is light work. Why? Because the rhythm was familiar. When you step into unknown territory... When your familiarity is disrupted and you got to do something new, everything changes. You got to find out where your new footing is. You got to find out where the new habits are. You got to find out where the new rhythm is because everything's not going to be the same. And if you can't handle that stretch, if everything has to be the same for you or you can't operate, you'll never be successful. Whoa. I'm trying to put people up on game. Whoa. I'm trying to help y'all before I hit a million a month. I'm trying to help y'all. Before it's a million a month, I want y'all to know you don't get to a million a month being lazy. You don't get to a million a month cutting corners. You don't get to a million a month with shortcuts. That does, that does it just doesn't happen like that. It just doesn't. Just does not happen. You go through it. You got to go through it. That's what I'm talking about, boy. That's my son right there. Say it, say, say it with your chest. I said you got to go through it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
what 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 do I always tell you? Oh, you gotta go through things and not around things. That's what I'm talking about. We don't go around this. We ain't going around nothing. We going straight through it. Mm. Ain't nobody gonna chase me around the corner. I'm coming straight through. Or I'm gonna get knocked down. But I'm going. I'm coming straight. You ain't gotta worry about if I'm gonna juke you. I ain't gonna. I ain't juking. I'm coming straight for your neck. Whoa. Mm. So when it comes to this, it's like, yo, we 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 out here. Yeah. B side is coming down the pike. We out here. Let's go. We pushing our chips to the middle of the table. Either God said it or He didn't. We about to find out. Mm. Like that's the that's the move. Like that's the only way I know how to operate. So success or failure. You got to be able to you and, and and here's the thing. Most people, when they're already in the public eye, they 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 become risk adverse because they don't want to embarrass themselves in front of people. But that don't work either, because what happens is you start pulling your punches, and you can't pull your punches and win. You can't pull your punches and win a fight. You got to swing. And if you miss, you just miss. But if you connect, you can knock him out. You know what I'm saying? You can knock him out. So I'm just I'm just in this. Ooh, this is getting me like I'm getting. Ooh, ooh, I've never been so happy that somebody noticed that I was tired. This is that this is out here. We 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 out here. Tim, one thing that stood out that you, uh, what you said earlier of like you, um, you don't fake it till you make it. Like Mm-mm. you're very straight up of where you're at. Mm-hmm. And so, what encouragement do you have for people who try to like basically lie on their resumes and be something that they're not Ooh. to like get the job or to look good? Because uh, integrity always wins, right? Absolutely. Over anything. So, what encouragement do you have for someone who's fighting against that? Don't play hopscotch with your future. Ooh. Ooh. Just to try to make it make yourself look good in your present. I'm telling you, don't skip squares. Some of y'all playing hopscotch out here, and I'm gonna take you all the way back. You gonna you gonna have to um for y'all youngins, y'all might have to go uh, pull it up on YouTube. But go watch Billy Jean music video with <laughs> Michael Jackson, Light it up. and watch Michael Jackson walk down the street. Every step he took on that sidewalk lit up every square lit up because he stepped on every single square and some of y'all are navigating life and you're not stepping on every square because you're you're so you're you're so in a rush to get there that you're skipping steps here and by skipping those steps you're not prepared when you get there Mm. y'all playing hopscotch now let me switch up the analogy some of y'all are playing Super Mario Brothers and you keep warping worlds instead of going through every single world. So instead of going through one, 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 two, one, three, one, four, two, one, two, 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 three, two, four, three, one, three, two, three, 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 four, uh, four, one, four, two, four, three, four, four, five, one, six, one, seven, one. Instead of y'all doing all that, y'all keep looking for the pipe so you can warp worlds. Here's the thing. You never learned how to fight enemies on this level. So you wind up popping up at a at another level and you're still trying to treat those enemies at a, at a level, uh, uh, two levels up that you were doing two levels back. And the turtles on that level that you left, they were just walking. You warp worlds, 
Now they jumping. And when you skip levels, you wind up fighting stuff that you're not prepared to fight. Because you never saw the natural progression of your enemy. Because you were, you were too busy trying to focus on getting there to save the princess. Come on, Mario analogy. <laughs> you were so focused on saving the princess that you never developed the skill to deal with your enemy. Ooh, wow. Lord. And there is no princess to be saved if you can't fight your enemy. I'm in, the, I'm in here right now. I'm in here right now. Yes, sir. Y'all better get y'all 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 better appreciate tired Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, some of y'all, some of y'all ain't gonna save no princess. Cause you cause you don't even know how to fight your enemy. I know what happens to me when I get tired. You don't know what happens to you when you get tired. So you no good for anybody. <sighs> Let's get it. I want to shout out to Jody B. Lost. Uh, she just, uh, said that they learned discipline from you down seventy pounds. Let's go! <laughs> Let's go, Jody. Hey, um, uh, Nate, get my Bible. Uh, it's on. It's it's right. It's in the wood room. Uh, I got a I got a verse for you, Jody. First of all, you're already motivated. I cannot. Let me just. I, I got to clap it up. She learned discipline from the pod. And listen, you're already down 70, so I already know you about that life. Ooh, this is such a compliment to me. When I get little tears in my little Bible, <laughs> that's how you know you be using it. You know what I'm saying? Battle scars. Little battle scars here. This is genuine leather, and I don't wore the little cow out. <laughs> I don't wore that little cow out. All right, Jody, you already motivated. You might already have this, you might already have this verse. But I'm this is this is a dope verse for um um just because I like having Bible for everything. It it don't matter what it is. If it's real estate, if it's it don't matter. Uh so let me give you this, Jody. Cause it, you're you're already displaying this. So I just want to give you this because it might be just an added boost for you. So uh this is first Corinthians chapter number nine. Um I'll start at the 24th verse. This is 24 to 27. Don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize? So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. I am not just shadow boxing. Verse 27, Jody, this is for you. I discipline my body like an athlete training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. Wow. That's your verse. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. That's how Georgia's going to wind up going from uh, three weeks uh, not watching porn to three years. Okay. Training your body like an athlete, disciplining. You got to punk your body into submission. Mm-hmm. When somebody doesn't have any, when somebody doesn't have any discipline around their habits, it, what it lets me know is that 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 they're not training it the way it should. Mm. They're letting their body lead them instead of them leading their body. Your body can be hungry for whatever. That don't mean you got to give it to it. Okay. Right. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> Listen, I'm so hype. I can't even tell nobody. I I ain't gonna even tell nobody. 
uh, about what's next. I'm just going to, I can't even tell you who I'm saying what's up to, but y'all, y'all will see you later. Anyway, Jody, I salute you. You're doing a great job. I can't even tell you how happy I am and proud I am of you and for you that you would be, um, just in a, in a position, in a space where you can, um, where you can be disciplined and focused and locked in the way you are. I'm I'm just, I'm I'm like super happy for you. So, yo, this, this episode is just shaping up to be that episode where people are like, I'm either starting something. I'm in the, I'm in the middle of doing something. I love it. Hey, I love it. There's one more. Okay. Hit me. Um, Mandry Alvarez said you're skit about baptism. Woo. Watch this. I did a skit about baptism. I don't even know, but they, look, listen, that's what I said too. But I, she said she confirmed getting baptized. Thanks for expressing it in such a way. But she's talking about baptism. She got baptized. She's saying it's from real. And she's saying, elaborate more, please. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. We got people losing weight. We got people, <laughs> we got people walking away from porn. We got people stopping. Hey. They're, they're not vaping no more. What's happening right now? What is happening? Hey. We got is, superheroes in the chat. We got superheroes in the chat. Like, like, is this what the is this what y'all doing down here in the basement? This what y'all doing when y'all press B? Y'all coming down here and just throwing away vices? It's <laughs> exactly what's supposed to happen. Like, I celebrate it. Praise God. All right, so so shout out to you getting baptized. Yeah. And um, I'm not sure what you want me to elaborate on. I don't even know about the skit on baptism, uh, but I probably. I'm I'm sure I did one. I don't know when. I'm trying to think. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I will tell you uh, uh, what I love about baptism. Baptism, uh, what Paul talks about it, the way Paul describes it in the New Testament is that it's a spiritual circumcision. It's a spiritual cutting away of your flesh. We always talk about it from the standpoint of it being um, an outward manifestation of an inward sign, right? Like I gave my life to Jesus and I want to publicly declare it and I'm going to uh, be water baptized. It's a beautiful uh, public declaration, uh, but it is a spiritual circumcision. You are literally cutting yourself off from your old life. You are literally publicly going down in the water mm. and cutting yourself off yeah. from your old life. And I love the fact that this Jewish man, Saul, who we call Paul because he he's a Roman uh, citizen. He has dual citizenship. Uh, Saul's... Uh, Saul's Roman name being Paul has nothing to do with conversion. So this is not like Jacob wrestling with God to the breaking of day and then his name is Israel. Um, uh, He just happens to have dual citizenship. And so um, the Romans would refer to him as Paul. Um, But Saul, uh, who is this Jewish Pharisee who gives his life to Yeshua, um, it's it's very significant that he would describe it as a spiritual circumcision. Um, actually, let me just read it. The nerd in me. It's just too good not to read. It's really funny. It's like my, um, there it is, Colossians 2. It's like my phone didn't want to write circumcision. <laughs> it kept trying to, it kept trying to autocorrect to circumstance. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. 
I said circumcision. Uh, Grammarly, get on that. Yeah, pull it up. I said circumcision. Stop being shy, phone. <laughs> You're an iPhone, not a shy phone. Okay, um, Colossians 2, verse number 11. This is, oh, God, this is so good. Paul is just a beast. When you came to Christ, you were circumcised, but not by a physical procedure. Christ performed a spiritual circumcision, the cutting away of your sinful nature. For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized. It's the beautiful thing about baptism. You're buried with him. And with him, you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. That's Gucci. Yeah. Christ performed a, 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 a circumcision, but not a physical procedure. Not by a physical procedure. Christ performed a spiritual circumcision, the cutting away of your sinful nature, for you were buried with Christ when you were baptized. So when you get baptized, it's a, it, it's a, it's a spiritual circumcision, and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, and you can always point back to it. Anytime the enemy, uh, I, what's her name? What was her name? Do you remember her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, uh, Mandry. Mandry? Yeah. Okay, so Mandry, here's what I want you to think about. Anytime the enemy tries to uh, tempt you or guilt you or anything with your old life, point to that water. Yeah. Hey, come back to the old lifestyle. Go back to your old ways. Be like, I'm so sorry that person's dead. I can give you the date that they died and show you the location. That person actually drowned. That person drowned mm. in some water, and they're no longer here. Mm. I'm so sorry. I'm not going to be able to do that anymore. You get tempted to go back to the vaping. I'm so sorry. That person was drowned. Oh, it was it was tragic. They're no longer with us. They're they're dead. Mm. They drowned in some water. You can leave a message, but they can't answer. Hey. And here's the beautiful thing about, about having that imagery about death is that a dead man can't be tempted. Okay. Because he's dead. A dead man can't be tempted. One of my favorite analogies to use, I know a lot of people think it's morbid, but one of my favorite analogies to use is that, let's just say, um, use me for example, okay? So, so I, 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 I have a pretty clean eating lifestyle, right? I don't eat processed food and sugar and bread. I don't eat none of that. But I love me some carrot cake. Oh, I love carrot cake. <laughs> and my favorite carrot cake, my second favorite carrot cake in the world is from uh, uh, Saltgrass. And I mention it, I mention it more than the first place because the, the, the best carrot cake I ever had was in Australia and they closed, it was at a place called Salt Cellar and they closed the restaurant down and I can't find the chef. And so, I mean, I'm oh, in wow. grief. Oh, wow. So I can't oh, even, man. I can't even bring it up. Mm. Um, actually, the, the, the third best carrot cake is, is salt grass, but because it's readily available, I refer to it as the second, but the, but the second is actually at J Alexander's, but the closest one is like in San Antonio. So, Okay. It, you're dead to me. I'm not driving to San Antonio. <laughs> but it's a great carrot cake. Sawgrass has a great carrot cake. Okay. I don't know what's in their cream cheese. I don't know how they get the consistency from, from restaurant to restaurant to restaurant. But when I tell you it's bomb, it's bomb. Okay. okay, so I love it. 
with all that said, <clears throat> I love carrot cake. It, it, it's a ridiculous weakness for me, temptation. Like, uh, but I have to have some discipline around it, right? And as long as my body's alive, there's going to be an inclination and urge and leaning to eat that carrot cake, even though I know that it's going to break my face out. It's going to make me have the dandruff of the consistency of frosted flakes, right? Like, it's going to be Tony the Tiger in my in my scalp. It's going to be terrible, okay? Um, and I'm and I'm still like I I I want I want it right, okay. So I die, right? Now I'm dead, and uh, you you get you come to the funeral and you put a, a slice of carrot cake on my chest in the casket. I'm not waking up. I love that carrot cake. I love it. I'd break my covenant with myself for that carrot cake. You could you could wipe some of the uh, cream cheese frosting off the top, which is un dude. I could eat that by itself. Okay. I don't even know what they're doing in that. Right? If you if you wiped that layer off the top and rubbed it across my lips, you're, you're not good. waking up. And Gucci again. Yeah, a dead man can't be tempted. Wow. Wow. If you don't see yourself as dead, yeah, okay. Here we go. You remain alive. You gotta starve yourself. You, you gotta starve yourself to that. You gotta remind yourself, I'm dead to that. Yeah. I'm dead to that. Well, your your body's like, your body's craving it. And you gotta remind your body, we're dead to this. This is dead to me. Amen. Not because I don't like it anymore, not because I'm not tempted anymore, but because he said I can't have it. So I got you got to reckon some stuff is dead to you. Mm. But we don't use that death language enough. Right. Because we want everything in church to be glitter. Life is great. Your life is life. Life more abundantly. Life. Life, life, life. <laughs> life. Great life. All life. Life, 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 life. <laughs> some of the stuff ain't alive ain't good for you. Oh. That hurt a little bit. <laughs> Some of us ain't living our best life. Yeah. Because you're still alive to stuff you should be dead to. And the only difference is what you tell yourself about it. You got to be able to tell yourself, I'm dead to that. That's right. Your body's like, no, you, no, we not. We alive. Well, no, you're Jason. Jason's not really. Is that really living? Like, you just... Jason's existence is to kill people. Your sinful nature's existence is to kill your relationship with God. God. That's not that's not living. I don't I don't I don't call that living. So so for the last 27 and a half years, my almost 28 now, uh January would be 28 years that I gave my life to Jesus. Uh for almost 25 years, the only thing I've been doing is putting my body through um, thousands and thousands of deaths. Mm. Crucifixion after crucifixion after, after crucifixion. I find myself alive in an area and I crucify myself. <laughs> mm. And it tries to wake back up and I crucify myself again. That's the, that, I mean, that's, that's what we do. Because mm. if we don't do that, <laughs> then what are we doing? So, anyway, 
I hope, I hope that helps somebody. You know cooking. what? You know what? Like you are, you really are cooking. And there's a segue from what you're talking about right now. And if we, we want to take one more comment from uh, Burgundy, said I'm trying to leave this weed alone. Any advice on ver, uh, or verses to hold on to? Like you just been talking about this. Yeah, they 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 want verses on trying to leave this marijuana out their mouth. Oh yeah 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 for sure. Um. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, so you're just dealing with a temptation. First of all, you expose yourself. Let's acknowledge first. Okay, first of all, now, what's that person's name? Burgundy Mosley. Shout out to Burgundy, Burgundy Mosley. Burgundy Mosley wants to stop smoking weed. That's right. I told you this is a safe space, fam. Burgundy Mosley wants to stop smoking weed. Okay, Burgundy. You want to stop smoking weed? That's got to be the conviction of the Holy Spirit because we don't have podcasts about not smoking weed. <laughs> like it's just not what we do. We're not sitting up here like marijuana must stop entering your nervous system and your lungs, right? So the Holy Spirit is convicting you of that, and that's a beautiful thing. Like you want it, you have a desire to stop. You have a desire to stop, but you know it's going to be hard because you've already you've already created a habitual network within your nervous system. So let's let's break it down. When we tell people when we tell people to quit an addictive behavior, it's not as easy as stop. Your whole body, mind and and nervous system has has integrated into the habit of what you're doing. So when you're telling somebody to stop something, you're telling them to break a habit, a system that their body has already developed, a system that their mind has already developed around, a system that their, that their body has now become dependent on or looks for, reaches for in stressful situations. So whether that's drugs, alcohol, sex, masturbation, um, uh, anger, um, Let's go good habits as well. Working out, um, you know, physical exercise, riding a bike, going for a jog, uh, fishing. Like, like, it doesn't matter if it's a good habit or a bad habit. You train your body to start doing a certain thing. Then you have to untrain your body to do a certain thing. So, so when we when this person is saying I want to stop smoking marijuana, we're stopping breaking open that baggie, lining up that breaking that weed up, rolling it, or splitting down a, a you know a black and mild or a cigar, emptying those leaves, putting the weed in it, rolling it back up, lick like that. Your whole this is more than just smoking it. Yeah. It's the same way when when somebody that's breaking, um, uh, uh, smoking cigarettes is like patting their. It's not just this; Th- their whole body is used to a routine of doing something. You got to break all of that. So you need to know why we're doing this. That's got to be a bigger motivator than just stopping. Oh yeah, you got to have a bigger why than just I don't want to smoke weed no more. Like, you got to know, okay, hey, I know that this doesn't, uh, th- I'm being convicted of this, and uh, I need to stop it. The reason, that reason has to be big. 
It has to be big, and then you need scripture for it. So let me give you, let me give you some scripture uh, to deal with the desire and the temptation. And this is going, if this doesn't help, I don't know what will. So Romans chapter number eight. I'm going to read three verses to you. This is Romans eight, starting at the 11th verse. The spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. That's the first thing you need to know. The spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by this same spirit living within you. All right, now I'm going to insert, since your struggle's weed, I'm going to insert in this into verse number 12. Because anytime I read a verse, I, it ha- I, I have to read it in a way that it speaks life to me. So I'm, 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 in, I'm, I'm going to insert some words for you, for your own narrative, right? And what's this person's name again? This person's name is Burgundy Mosley. Okay, Burgundy. Uh, I think my mic just went out. My sound in my ears at least. Okay. Check, check, check. Okay, I'm back. Okay. All right, so Burgundy, I'm about to put this in. Uh, I'm about to put this with your name in it so you can hear you, can hear you in this narrative, okay? Uh, the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in Burgundy. And just as God raised, Bur- God raised Christ Jesus from the dead... He will give life to Burgundy, to Burgundy's body by the same spirit living within Burgundy. Therefore, Burgundy, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. For if you live by its dictates, you will die. But, Burgundy, if through the power of the spirit you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. I'm that if that ain't it, <laughs> nothing will be okay. But but let me read twelve again because this going this is where your this is where your 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 life hack is going to come from. Therefore, Burgundy, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. Okay. I wish somebody in the Pentecostal church would have told me that when I gave my life to Jesus. Woo! Listen, they got they they we was tearing at the altar and we was going down to the altar for all this deliverance. And nobody told me that I was no longer obligated to do what my sinful nature urges me to do. That, that would have that ended it right there. Wow. Wow. If somebody would have just looked at me and said, hey, do you know you're no longer obligated to do what your sinful nature urges you to do? Instead of me over here, veins popping like, <laughs> oh, my God. Talk to it. Resist temptation. Resist the devil and he will flee. Resist the devil and he will flee. Good scripture. And I'm no longer obligated to do what my sinful nature urges me to do. I'm not obligated to do it. Could I? Absolutely. Am I bound to it anymore? No, I'm not. I'm no longer obligated to do what my sinful nature urges me to do. Which means it can knock on the door all it wants to. I don't have to answer. I'm no longer obligated to answer that door. As a matter of fact, I don't even answer the door no more. I let the Holy Spirit answer the door. Mm. Wait, praise God. Hold on. Wait a What? Whoa. Yeah, wait, whoa. 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 Yeah, I don't I don't answer the door no more. I let the Holy Spirit answer the door. You know why? why? Because I have an addiction to porn. The Holy Spirit doesn't. So you you go answer the door. It's hard for me to say no. It's not hard for you to say no. You go answer that door, Holy Spirit. I'm not answering that door. That's wild. The Holy Spirit don't like weed. I do. 
Not me personally. Sure, yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm we, saying? We, we, no clip. No clip on that. I have some struggles. <laughs> Weed isn't one of them. Someone finna clip that and take that out of context. No, no, no. no, no Let no, them no. clip it. No, I'm, I'm tired of people yeah. and, and their, their incessant ways of clipping. Um, but yeah, so, so since the Holy Spirit doesn't struggle with the stuff I struggle with, I just let him answer the door. Because he don't struggle with nothing I struggle with. Hey, you got a verse for that. I know there's a verse about letting the Holy Spirit control you or, or be a slave to God or something. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Who you talking to, though? I <laughs> know. Oh, that's why I asked. <laughs> Who you even talking to, though? <laughs> All right. So I'm going to give you one. This one here that I'm about to give you, when I tell you it's juicy, it's one of my favorites. I got it tatted because it's like that potent. Where are you at? I know you over here. Where are you at? Ooh. Uh, this is Philippians chapter number two, verse number 13. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Let it marinate. God is working in you. God is working in me. God is working in Burgundy, giving me, you and Burgundy, and all of us, the desire and the power. Look how, look how good he is. He's not just giving me power. You know why? If he gives me power, but I don't have his desires, okay, okay. what if I don't choose his power? God goes, I know in your sinful nature your default setting is just ratchet. So I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I know your sinful desires are stronger and more mature. You've had them longer than your godly desires. So, so guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you my desire. Hey. You don't even have a will around this. I'll give you mine. I'm going to give you my desire and I'll give you my power. That's why, that's why I could never, for the last almost 28 years, I, I don't enjoy sin. I'm not saying I haven't sinned. Right. I can't enjoy it. Yeah. Before I gave my life to Jesus, I enjoyed it. Right. It was quite nice. <laughs> I didn't know any different. It was, it was quite lovely. I thought I was having the time of my life. <laughs> thought it was all good. But... <laughs> And then I gave my life to Jesus. I tried to do the stuff I, I used to do. I couldn't do it right. Why? He was giving me his desires. Let's go. Let's go right there. And once he started giving me his desires, child, please, I couldn't enjoy nothing sinful. Mm. So then I'm like, well, you got to help me because I keep going back to it. And I can't even enjoy it no more. And then I ran across that verse. God is in, God is in me giving me both the desire and the will to do what pleases him. The desire and the power to do what pleases him. So he gives me his desires and he gives me his power. I have no excuse not to do his will. It's made available to us, but we got to take it. There we go, that. Yeah. Because he can't force us. He can't force it on it, but he gives it to us. But if you get, if he gives it to you, but you don't take it, okay. There we go. There we go. That's something. We all over this book right now. All right, now we're going to go to um, Old Testament. I'm going to read you something that shook me to death. 
Oh my god. Well, not to death. That's that's kinda that's a little bit that was a little much. That was hyperbole for sure. <laughs> my bad. I got caught up for a moment. The literalist in me wouldn't even let me get away with that. As soon as I said it, my, my head was like, to death, Tim, for real, for real. You got shook to death by this? And I'm like, that's cap. No, it wasn't to death. All right. Um, all right. So this is First Samuel chapter number 10. This is after Samuel is chosen to be the first king of all of Israel. Uh, I won't read you the whole thing, but Samuel uh, uh, anoints him anoints his head with olive oil um, and tells him that the Lord has appointed him. Uh, and he tells him all, the, he gives him all these prophetic words about, about what's going to happen. Uh, uh, ver- I'll start at verse number uh, six, 1 Samuel 10, verse number six. At that time, the spirit of the Lord will come powerfully upon you and you will prophesy with them. You will be changed into a different person. Okay. Okay. Now drop down to verse number nine. Uh, as, as Saul turned and started to leave, God gave him a new heart. And all of Samuel's signs were fulfilled that day. God gave him a new heart. It's very, very important. I've never, saw, I've never seen this until this year. Okay. It, it was profound, okay? So keep that in mind. Okay. God gave him a new heart. Okay. All right, now... That's that, and that's chapter number ten, right? Now, flip to First um, uh, Samuel fifteen. And um, in in First Samuel fifteen, um. Oh, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is it, It's 14. I'll read you 14, and then I'll read you. Fifteen, I think. Or was it 13? Hold on. Yeah, 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 it is 13. Soon after this, blah, blah, blah. So I'll stay there, give up. Samuel left. Oh. No, I was right. It is 15. So, so. So, um. In verse number 10, in 1510, yeah, in 1510, the Lord said to Samuel, I am sorry that I ever made Saul king, for he has not been loyal to me and has refused to obey my command. Samuel was so deeply moved when he heard this that he cried out to the Lord all night, okay? Um, Then he says, in verse number 17, and Samuel told him, told Saul, although you may think little of yourself, are you not the leader of the tribes of Israel? 
the Lord has anointed you king of Israel. And the Lord sent you on a mission, but you did not obey. So then, um, so, so the kingdom is rent from him, right? Verse number 16, verse number one. Now the Lord said to Samuel, th this is where it gets scary. Like I read this and it, and it like sobers me. Now the Lord said to Samuel, you have mourned long enough for Saul. I have rejected him as king of Israel. So fill your flask with olive oil and go to Bethlehem. Get this, here it is. Find a man named Jesse who lives there, for I have selected one of his sons to be my king. Now, remember, God gave Saul his heart. In order for Saul to be rejected as king, what is strongly implied? That Saul did not receive yeah. the heart God gave him. Oh. Which is why when he, tells, when he tells Samuel to stop crying over Saul, he says, I found a man. <gasps> we, know about that. We, we, we know about that guy, right? <laughs> I found a man who already has my heart. Let's go. What I'm not going to do anymore. <laughs> hey, look, we got, we, we're walking out the building over here. We're walking out. Literally, what he said, what, here's what he's implying. I'm not giving my heart out again. Wait. I'm not going to give my heart again for it to be rejected. I'm just going to go find a, find a guy that already has it. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. The worst thing you could do is for God to give you a new heart and you choose to keep your own. We got to watch it. <laughs> a man after God's own heart? Yeah, right. Do you know why do you know why that is permanently attached to David? Because the implication is Saul was given God's heart, he rejected it, so God had to go find somebody that already had it. Ooh. Instead of me handing it out again, let me go find somebody that already has it and that's why David is the king by which Jesus' bloodline comes through. But let's not get it twisted. Jesus' bloodline could have easily came through Saul. Mm -hmm. Wow. 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 What you <laughs> look, what do you think what do you think Saul did with God's heart? Like I don't under like I mean, why why would you reject God's heart? I don't what Saul okay. I I'm glad you asked that question. Okay. I'll give you the answer right now. So uh, the answer to that, and, and this, is, this, is, this is implied, okay? Um, uh, 1 Samuel chapter number 9, verse number 21. This is after Samuel tells Saul that he's going to be the king of Israel, right? Saul replied, but I am only from the tribe of Benjamin, the smallest tribe in Israel, and my family is the least important of all the families of that tribe. Why are you talking to me like this? He didn't see himself the way... He heard himself. Oh. That doesn't sound, you can't be talking to me. Mm. Oh, he didn't receive it. I, I, you can't be talking to me because I'm from the smallest tribe and my family's the smallest and I don't even see myself like that. So even though I hear you talking to me, I can't receive what you're saying. Now, uh, to uh, 1 Samuel chapter number 10. Okay. Just so you don't think that that's a fluke. Uh, chapter number nine is his private 
uh, coronation as king. Chapter number 10 is his public coronation as king. Saul knows it's him. They do a lot of pomp and circumstance. They call all the tribes out and they got all and they get and they line them up by tribes and then line them up by clans and then find, line them up by family. Then they choose the one. Saul knows it's him. The, the rest of Israel doesn't know it's him, but Saul knows it's him. Are you ready for where Saul was? Let's go. Okay. And finally, uh, this is uh, uh, chapter number 10, verse number 21. Then he brought each family of the tribe of Benjamin before the Lord and the family of the Matrites was chosen. And finally, Saul, son of Kish, was chosen from among them. But when they looked for him, he had disappeared. So they asked the Lord, where is he? And the Lord replied, he is hiding amongst the baggage. <laughs> He's oh, hiding. Wait, wait. <laughs> so they found him and brought him out and he stood head and shoulders above anyone else. Why was he hiding? Because he didn't agree with God's selection. He was chosen by God, but didn't agree with God that he should be chosen. And that's why his entire leadership was based on fear, intimidation, yeah, it was. and anger. Why was, he, why, why was he angry? Why was he, why was he jealous? Why was he such an insecure man? Because he never came into agreement with God about what God said about him. The worst thing you could ever do is not believe what God says about you. <laughs> I am all. He says I am. I am all. He says I am, I am all. He says I am, and he says I am his own. Unless you don't believe it. No, I'm not who you say I okay. am. Okay. No, I'm not who you say I am. No, I'm not who you say I am. I say I am someone else. Come on. I want to believe you, but I can't. I can't see myself the way you see me. But I, son, daughter, I speak things that are not as though they were. If I said it, believe it. Ooh. But you can't. You can't believe it. And if you can't believe it, you don't receive it and it messes up. How you live your entire life. <sighs> y'all want some more? Oh, my goodness. All right. I'm about to give you, I'm about to cook y'all with something okay. else. Okay, here we go. All right. So uh, David's famous battle with Goliath. I promise this will be the last one. I'm going to stop nerding out on this. We love it. Because y'all get me started on something like this, and it could be. Hey, it's lighting up on the chat, so. I love y'all in the chat on a Monday. I don't know why y'all be in here on a Monday. How many people we got in the live chat right now? 1600 Wait, in the live. Say that again. How many? 1600. Oh my God. It's so funny to me. I love y'all. I love y'all. 1600 deep. I, I don't know if y'all at work or at home or working from home or I don't know if you're costing your employer money. <laughs> they think it's still COVID. I don't know if y'all doing school. I don't know what's happening. I don't think it's not 2020, y'all. I, I, I need y'all to know. Y'all not getting a, a stimulus check. So, all right. So, this is First this is Samuel chapter number 17. 1 Samuel 17, we all know David goes to fight Goliath, right? But maybe you didn't know this. David goes to fight Goliath, and he pulls out, you know, he runs down to the um, brook. Um, uh, this is verse, uh, this is uh, 1 Samuel 17. 
verse number 40. He picked up five smooth stones from a stream and put them in his shepherd's bag. Then armed only with his shepherd's staff and a sling, he started across the valley to fight the Philistine. Remember, David is from the tribe of Judah. Okay. Okay? This is very, very important. This is a nerdy fact. Oh, my God. This is such a nerdy fact. Okay? David is from the tribe of Judah. Saul is a Benjamite. Saul is from the tribe of Benjamin. David goes to fight Goliath with a slingshot. It's the only time in David's life that he ever fights with a slingshot. Oh, for real? He doesn't kill lions with a slingshot. He doesn't kill bears with a slingshot. He doesn't kill any other enemies pre-Goliath, post-Goliath with a slingshot. They lied to me in Sunday school. Of course he did. (laughs) That's why you got to read the Bible for yourself. All right. (laughs) All right, all right. So this is this is verse number thirty-four uh, through thirty-seven. Just so, just so I can give you context here, uh, but David persisted. I have been taking care of my father's sheep and goats. He said, "When a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it with what a club, mm. not a sling." David runs up on the animal. <laughs> he ain't like throwing rocks at it. Like shoo, animal, shoo. <laughs> He runs after it with the club and I rescue it from the lamb uh, and I rescue the lamb from its mouth. If the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and club it to death. That's gangster. Okay. I have done this to both lions and bears and I'll do it to this pagan Philistine too. For he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from the Philistine. So David killed lions and bears with clubs. He killed every other enemy after Goliath with the sword. But he kills Goliath with the sword. Y'all ain't ready. <laughs> Y'all ain't ready. What is it, ladies and gentlemen, one last time? What does David kill the li- uh, Goliath with? Slingshot. Slingshot. Oh. A rock and a sling, right? All right, Judges chapter 20. <laughs> this is so nerdy. I'm so sorry, y'all. <laughs> Judges chapter number 20, verse number 16. Among Benjamin's elite troops, 700 were left-handed, and each of them could sling a rock and hit a target within a hair's breadth without missing. Benjamites, elite troops. Benjamites. I I see what you do. Elite troop. (laughs) Goliath was Saul's fight. Come on. Goliath was Saul's fight, and he abdicated the fight he was supposed to get victory in. So the biggest indictment that is so subtle is that somebody from Judah picks up the same tool that was skilled for Benjamites. David kills Saul's giant with his tool. Mm. Mm. It sounds like a flex, bro. Mm. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, think about it. Saul hands him his his armor and his and his sword. David said, "I can't go in these. Mm. This is not even what you're supposed to be going with." Oh, you don't even fight with this. From the tribe of Benjamin, all of y'all are snipers with those slingshots, but you've abdicated your fight. For a month and a half, you've let this man taunt all of Israel. I show up, 
and I'm going to kill him with your specialty. Uh, And it only happened once in David's life, but it's an indictment to Saul. And when you don't kill your giants, God will raise up somebody else and they'll use your gift to kill that giant. And the, and the glory and credit that should have gone to God and you will go to somebody else because you abdicated fighting your battle. And that, this, is how, this is how generational curses get to the next generation. Oh, mm. wait. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to let my kids have to pick up a rock and a sling and kill the spirit of lust. The devil is a lie. Tell them, tell them. I fight my own giants and then teach them how to fight them too. Mm. But I'm not going to abdicate it and be like, yeah, I tried my best. Son, you give it a shot. No. The de- mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know a daddy out there that 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 doesn't want to teach their sons and daughters. You know how to fight this fight, man. It's like, thank you, Tim. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> thank you. For sure. And I just want to shout out, thank you for everyone who participated in the poll. We asked, do you struggle with believing who God says you are? 74% said, yes, the struggle's real. 26% said, no, I ain't no Saul. Yeah, let's go. But I appreciate that 74% for telling the truth. Yeah, I can understand why it, it can be a struggle. I get it. I get it. Especially because you know, you know you better than anybody else. So when you know your incongruencies and you know your idiosyncrasies and you know who you are on your worst day and you know what you're capable of on your worst day, it can be hard to believe that you're the righteousness of Christ Jesus, right? It can be hard to believe that, but you better believe what he said. Yeah. On my worst day, I am the righteousness of Christ Jesus. I'll never forget that. I'll, um, uh, I'll never forget this as long as I live. Ooh, as long as I live. This is when I started having real breakthroughs um, against porn. So I was I was really tempted this one day to look at porn. Like really tempted, right? And I'm like, okay, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like, Lord, I need help. Uh, and because I'm like on the verge, like I'm about to, I'm about to call up my website and look and masturbate and do all this kind of stuff, right? And um, uh, the Holy Spirit said, pray in the Spirit right now. I'm like, ew. Like, I feel I already feel dirty. Like I, I'm I'm very, very close to doing this. And you want me to like in my mind, I'm like, I can't pray in the spirit right now because I don't feel spiritual. I I, I can't pray in the spirit right now because I'm really, really tempted. Hmm. And the Holy Spirit was like, <laughs> do it right now. Yeah. Like this is the this is the time you should be doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to. I don't really feel like I want to do that right now. And the Holy Spirit was like, do it right now. Let me tell you something. Okay. Now, y'all know I'm I'm very straightforward. That's my only disclaimer I'll say before I say what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. When I tell you praying in the Holy Spirit killed that erection faster than the ice bucket challenge. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> faster than a cold plunge. Murdered that erection. It was gone. Yeah. Temptation, gone. Praise God. Why? Because I actually believe what he said about me in a moment of weakness. Yes, sir. See, we all, we, we think, we, the only time we believe what God says about us is when we're on a streak. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, because we're on top of the mountain. 
I've had 11 days of victory. I'm awesome. I am the daughter of the Lord. I am a high priest and a joint heir with Christ. But you are on your bad day too. Yes. You are on your weak day. You are on your fall day. You are on your, like, like you just got to, you just got to accept who you are. And that, that'll help with the narrative of how you navigate good days and bad days. The highs and the lows. I'm a daughter. The highs and the lows. I'm a son. I give I give uh, Nathan and Noah words of affirmation, or they have to give self talk at the end of every day. Okay. I didn't do it. In, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't start them off doing this in the morning. I did it at night before they went to bed. Mm. There's a reason why, because I wanted them to know whether they had a really good day in my house or a really bad day in my house, the last thing that they would hear from me is that I love them and I'm pleased with them. And there's been some days that it's been difficult for me to say it, but it's still true. Yeah. Doesn't matter if they were obedient that whole day, disobedient that right. whole day, lied to me right. that whole day, lied to their mama that whole day. I still got to look them in the eye and go, I love you. I'm pleased with you. Amen. You are good. On the day that they have lied, I've looked them in the eyes and said, you are honest. Whoa. Yeah. Identity, right? What's... You lied to my face today. And before you go to bed, here's what you're going to know. You are honest. You are honest. Don't let that lie fool you. <laughs> Your father has spoken. And... And what I say is above your actions. That's game. That's real game. What I have to say about you is above the actions of you. So don't define yourself by your actions. You, divine, you, you define yourself by what I said. Performance based. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Them boys know. And I can attest to that. Can I share a quick story? Girl, are you are you asking permission? <laughs> <laughs> but I remember um, in one of my previous jobs back in the day, uh, we were having a prophetic time, and one of my coworkers was getting a word of of like it, it was such an encouraging word. They were speaking that she's honest, she's kind, and she's the opposite. Like she literally, like just no filter. To me, she was a witch. Like she was mm. so mean. No one got along with her, mm -hmm. and literally this woman spoke truth mm. in her. And I kid you not, in one week, she changed. Yeah. It was like night and day. Yep. So speaking identity and truth into someone is powerful. It is. It absolutely is. And um, everybody needs to hear it, right? When you've been told that you're not good or that you don't measure up, and then you find somebody that's like, hey, I love you. You're good enough. Like, calm down. You're good. Right? You're, 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 you're already accepted. Calm down. You're going to be okay. Like, shut up. Right? I just, no, no, you're good. You're accepted. You're loved. You can calm down now. Right? Because people can't, people can't heal until they're stable and they're safe. That's therapy one-on-one. That's a gym. You can't heal. You can't heal unless you're in the unless you're stable and you're safe. If you're not stable and or safe, you cannot heal. Point blank. Period. 
So when when you when you when you when you when you give somebody words of affirmation, when you compliment somebody, I compliment people all day long. Their whole face lights up. <laughs> like it's just the most beautiful. I got on a plane. Um uh the whoever whoever my um flight crew is, uh, I'm I'm saying like a flight private. <laughs> Yo, so Diddy's flight crew. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever my flight crew is. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm very generous, right? I own American Airlines. <laughs> and I'm just humble enough to still fly commercial. and and Because I just want to interact with the people. I just want to make sure my yeah, staff yeah, is come okay. Down to our level. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I just want to. Now I am in first class. <laughs> but I, I just. You know what I'm saying? I just want to make sure to, that to clear up the confusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna always be in first class at this stage of my life. You but, close the curtain. <laughs> they close it. Okay. I don't. <laughs> I don't close it. Um, but that 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 veil is uh, not torn. It's actually <laughs> fastened. So, um, but I get on the I get on the flight, and whoever my flight crew is, I say good morning to them. I look them dead in the eye, and I always compliment them, male or female. I just find something to compliment. And you, they they just they just light up. Um, it takes nothing to compliment somebody's hair or 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 um, their service or you know just something. You know what I mean? Because we live in such a cynical world, we're always looking for a flaw. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. And I just don't want to be that cynical. Yeah. Well, I'm just my eyes are always squinting, and I'm. Sizing somebody up and like thinking the worst of them, and I've already prejudged them. That's where prejudice comes from. It's a prejudgment. So I don't want to be squinting, looking at people. I'm like wide eyed, like, oh, there's something. There's got to be something about this person that I can love, right? You know what I mean? You may smell bad, you may act bad, you may look bad, but there's got to be something about this person. And if I, if I'm curious enough and I and I dial in, within a couple of seconds, I can be like. Yo, I really appreciate you for something. Uh-huh. Like it doesn't have to be, doesn't have to. It doesn't take much to just speak life into somebody. That's all I'm saying. So, um, that is really good. Yeah, you predetermined. I am predetermined to bless people. Point blank. Period. It's bottom line. But I love. But I love complimenting people and speaking life into them. Um, it's good. Oh, that all felt great. Church. What, what, what's the what's the new poll? Are you are you always looking for flaws in the best of people? Yes, is I always look for the best in people, and no, is I I'm looking for they are getting judged on sight. <laughs> <laughs> what what what's the percentage on this poll right now? Right now we're ninety one percent. I look for the best in people. Twelve percent they are getting judged on sight. Hey, we got honesty in 12. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Hey, 619 status said, tired T.O. Tim, unlocked. <laughs> uh, Liz said, I wish I heard this like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is fun. That is hilarious. <laughs> Mia Frederick said, this part is saving my life right now. We love you, Mia. God. We love you. That's why we're here. This is why we are here. Um. So uh, said said uh, I look for the best in people, but some people make me flag them fast. 
I get that. I absolutely understand that. Uh, Karina said, I get called a liar because I'm always being positive. Whoa. That, that's, Whoa. How, that's how you know the world is cynical. Oh, yeah. That you can't even say nothing positive without them saying. Uh, wow. it, it, here, here's what I, um, I, I would say. This, is a, in, this wasn't a conscious so, uh, social experiment. But I've done it so many times that I have empirical data on it. I can't tell you. I would say less than, yeah, easily, less than 20% of the people that I compliment can simply say thank you. Less than 20%. Not a lot. Less than 20%. Of Mm. all people I compliment, they just can't say thank you so much. It's always some disclaimer in. Your hair is beautiful. Oh, my God, I need to wash it. I did not ask you how much oil has built up around your follicles. Your nails are pretty. Oh, my goodness, I need to get them done again. Like, this is like three weeks of growth. I did not ask you. I didn't look that closely, ma'am. Like, I didn't see your cuticles. I I, I just, you could have just said thank you. Hey, that's a nice shirt you have on. Oh, this old thing. I got it at TJ Maxx on set. I did not ask you <laughs> that you rummaged through the discount aisle at TJ Maxx. I didn't even know there was still a TJ Maxx. <laughs> I, never le- I never leave the house. Right? Yeah. You know, one of the things I like to say is when people say stuff like that, I like to be like, yo, Next time, tell me you pay full price, even if you're lying. Just, just tell me you pay full price. It'll, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, let's have some pro- <laughs> some, some kind of joy in life. You don't have to downplay yourself. Yeah, you don't have to downplay it, man. Like I it, can't even give a normal compliment. They're like, ah, oh, no. I'm like, take my compliment. Yeah, just take okay, the compliment. It's going to get violent. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> I'm not violent, but like, it's like it's to the point where I don't want to keep going back and forth. It's a yes or no. Yeah, just say thank you. Yeah, just say thank you and move on. Yeah, it's it's really okay if you yeah. just say thank you and just and it's it's okay. And maybe you didn't feel it. Maybe you oh, yeah. maybe you don't feel pretty that day. Right. Just believe what they're saying about you. Because nobody has to say nothing to you. Like nobody has to say nothing to you ever. <laughs> right. So instead of like being like so self conscious. Like it's delightful when somebody's just like just wanted to encourage you. Yeah. I get I get encouraged. I get I get complimented on my frames all the time. Like oh my god, I love the frames of your glasses. Thank you. Yay! They make me happy. Do you want a hug? <laughs> like that's me. I'm I'm down to hug everybody. I'm hugging. I'm trying to hug everybody. But um no, it's a it's a um we we live in a cynical world. There's a lot going on in the world, right? I hope everybody's still praying for Israel um, and Palestine. I hope you're uh, covering both um, Messianic Jews in prayer and Palestinian, uh, Palestinian believers in Yeshua in prayer. Um, I hope you're not caught up in the political narrative, um, but that you're praying for the peace of Jerusalem. Um, which is God's city, and that's where He's asked for our prayers to be directed. Um, I don't think He asked us to pray for a government. Oh, mm. oh! He told us to pray for a city, not a government. And so, um, 
for Palestinian believers and for um, Israeli believers in Yeshua that are caught up in the middle of this war. Um, the death toll on both sides is horrendous and heartbreaking and um, they need our prayers. Um, I don't have a lot of commentary. There, there's so yeah. many people that are like, how come you're not spending more time talking about what's going on over there? I, what, what kind of commentary can you have during wartime? Mm. Like, what do you want us to say? Like, God be merciful. God be gracious. There are women being raped so violently that their pelvic bone, their pelvic bones are being broken. Babies are being slaughtered. Hospitals are being blown up. I don't care whose fault it is. If it's Israel's fault, if it's Hamas's fault, it's, it's, it's dark, it's demonic, it's wrong. It's heartbreaking. And, 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 that is the tension we have to hold. With the blessing that we get to sit up here in front of some cameras with the electricity running in a climate controlled room on the other side of the world with no missiles blowing up, no guns bursting, no planes flying, no drones swirling, no rubble to sift through to see if anybody's still breathing underneath. The devastation and carnage that is happening. It's just a tension that needs to be held. And if you don't hold that tension, you'll be paralyzed and sick and you won't eat. And, and you, you'll, you'll, you'll literal, literally walk around with survivor's guilt if you can't hold the tension of the two. Life sucks and it's beautiful. <laughs> it's not one or the other. Both and. It's both and. It will always be. It will always be. So, um, God, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for Israelis and Palestinians that are caught up in between this war. It's never left my mind. It's never left our hearts. We pray without ceasing. And God, I just pray that you would protect your sons and daughters. That you would be present with those that have lost loved ones. Whether they believe in you or not, you die for the whole world because you love the whole world. And you're, and you're not petty. You're not sitting up there rejoicing at dead Palestinians for the sake of Israelis. No, that's not who you are. And so we refuse to politicize you and shrink you into our political parties and our national discourse and our nationalism and our patriotism. You are the God that sits far above America and every other nation. The government is on your shoulders, Jesus. Yes. Yeshua the Messiah, the government is on your shoulders. And we believe in you even when we don't have words 
We believe in you even when we don't have context. We believe in you even when we cannot make sense of what's going on. Be glorified even in the middle of a mess. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name. Woo. Amen. Woo. All right. So um, we ain't done, though. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Do you not understand I'm a man of my word? Okay. Mondays are from 11 to 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. I don't play. <laughs> Tired Timmy, don't play. Because <laughs> I have a work ethic. Let's get back to it. I have yeah. a work ethic, y'all. Yeah. You think it's easy to sit up here and hold space for two hours? Woo. I have a grace for it, but also have a work ethic. Mm-hmm. I'm at work right now. Yes, sir. It may not be conventional work. It may not be somebody else's work. It may not be a nine to five job, but this is work to me, and I enjoy my work. Amen. I was put here on purpose. Mm-hmm. Amen. The Lord put me here. Cart Jones wants to know if you're going to give out thousand hugs at the B side event <laughs> this Thursday. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. Wow. I don't plan on leaving until like two o'clock in the morning. I'm hugging everybody. Hey. You fly here. Now, I'm going to hug everybody, but I can't have a 20-minute conversation with everybody. Right, okay. 20 minutes times 1,000 people is I don't get home until 8 o'clock the next morning. And that can't happen because I got to go to Scottsdale the next day. So, <laughs> But 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 I, I plan on not getting a lot of sleep that night. I'm, you know, you guys are coming out here, flying here from all over the place. And I want to hug everybody. Um, I think we got to I think we gotta end at 10. It's from 7 to 10. I'm a time freak. So that's not going to be a problem. We got to end at 10. Um, but, I, but I plan on being out in that lobby. And I think we're going to have like a meet and greet station or something set up. Word up. So I can at least hug you, take a picture. Um, mm-hmm. I want to see you in person. I want to see. So pull up. I want to see you in person. Pull up. Uh, but just to answer that question, I'm hugging everybody. Amen. Uh, <laughs> if you have a fever, don't come. Hey, watch out. If you are showing any symptoms of the coronavirus. We're going to get you a little bubble to hug people. You have a if you <laughs> have ringworms, <laughs> stay home. If you have head lice, wow. stay home. Keep going. Wow. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> if you have, uh, I don't know, diarrhea. Okay. <laughs> for your own benefit. You should probably stay home. <laughs> Agreed. I don't think you should thug, thug through that. That could get messy for you <laughs> and us. Yeah. Um, yeah. If 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 you have trouble breathing, stay home. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, just 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 stay home. But I'm pulling up on Friday. Yay! Friday is gonna be. Listen, I'm so hyped about Friday. Yeah. Ooh, I'm so hyped about Friday. So you want to tell them? You want to tell tell them the change up? The, so Friday is going down. We're having an event. Yep. Tell them about what's going to happen moving forward. Yeah. So, um, yo. So Friday, Friday, uh, B side goes live. Mm. What? And um, it's going to be a great night. I can't wait to introduce the app and get everybody involved in it. Um, B side goes live on Friday, and um, next week. Monday live here on YouTube, but all of our content uh, from then on out is going to be on the B side. Okay. We'll probably uh, give 10 to 15 minute clips of our episodes 
um, on YouTube. But remember, y'all, remember why we're doing this. God gave us a safe space with this pod, mm-hmm. with the basement, right? It's become a movement. Dwellers are all over the world. Now he's given us a safe place. The platform is the B-side. And we're moving our content to the B-side because we don't want to fight with YouTube's algorithm anymore. We don't, and, and YouTube hasn't been adversarial to, to us. Um, but I'm trying to position um, uh, our influence and our resources, our money, um, so that we can so that we can bring you more um, voices of vulnerability like this. I, I should not be the only one doing this, um, and I w- I want to see voices raised up, and I want to be able to fund those voices, um, and, the, and in a place where they don't have to fight with an algorithm, they don't have to try to fight to build an audience. No, what, what, let's let's just bring great people who are great content creators. Let's let's pay them for uh, their value, and, and and let's and let's reach the world. Amen. This, this vibe is daily wire, fam. This vibe is daily wire. Um, but understand, like like we will we will slowly um, shift all of our content uh, to the B side platform. And if you want to know why we're doing that, um, I, I don't think any differently than Disney Plus. When Disney Plus started their app. They took all of their Marvel Cinematic Universe away from Netflix, away from Amazon, away from Apple. Why? Because we're going to have our own platform and we want our content on our platform. And so um, uh, this would be no different than what Joe Rogan did when he signed his exclusive deal with Spotify. So if you're looking for the content, the content is going to live on the B side. And we invite you to come over. And for, every, for, for whatever reason why you don't want to come over or can't come over, we understand that. And that's why it's not going to leave iTunes and or Spotify. So if you want to listen to the audio of it, that's fine. Or we already got a bunch of audio files out there, and that's how you uh, consume content. Uh, but if you want to see what we're doing and watch what we're doing and be a part of the experience in the way that uh, you've grown accustomed to, on the YouTube platform, it will reside on the B side. Bars. Bars. So that's what that is. And I'm looking forward to it. I can't um uh and let me tell you something, man. I, like like my brain is so lit for like what we're doing because it's 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 groundbreaking. It's bold. It's daring. It like flies in the face of what most people would be doing. Um, uh, but man, I, I believe the kingdom of God is supposed to spread like wildfire. Mm, amen. And it doesn't take a lot. Like Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is like a little bit of yeast that was put in some dough. Even though it's a little sprinkle, it permeates every part of the dough Mm. it don't take a lot to start a revolution (laughs) it doesn't doesn't take a lot to turn the world upside down but if we don't if if we're not if we're too afraid to just step out there man it's gonna be great everybody need to pull up on friday we finna be outside we finna be outside someone asked if you can wear your uh your soft shirt 
Oh yeah, I'll have on my Terry Claw shirt. <laughs> Y'all are spoiled. Y'all are actually trying to like dress me for that night. <laughs> what is happening here? Hey, I need you to wear. <laughs> I have a request. If you can put on your little orange fuzzy shirt with your little blue jeans and your little Air Max shoes. And please wear the yellow glasses. What are y'all doing over here? Yo, you got fans. This ain't, this ain't, fans. This ain't build a bear. Right. What are, <laughs> what are y'all thinking? You don't get to tell me what to wear. Build a Tim. <laughs> Not a build a Tim. Y'all done already gave me a Funko and dressed me. Yeah, you did. <laughs> they made me. They hey, they made the whole crew. Wow. I wish I could. I'm not gonna tell you who my guest is. He's he's here because he's early. I don't even. This this is this is. He's mad early. Let me tell you something. This, this is my brother for life. Word up. I love people that that are on time. That that's just like I'm just gonna be early and because nobody's gonna be looking for me. That's the way I live my whole life. <laughs> nobody's gonna. Hey, I said I was coming. Nobody's gonna be looking for me. <laughs> I'm already here. Yeah. You might be looking for somebody else. <laughs> Who you ain't looking for is me. I'm here. That's funny. Um. Uh, you'll you'll know by next uh, Monday how how we do. Uh, <laughs> no, not B Dominique Riggs said build a B side bear. I'm weak. That is hilarious. That's kind of tight though. That is. That is kind of. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh. Deverick. Uh, I hope I said that right. Deverick, uh, you can't find it in the app store yet because it doesn't go live until Friday. Right. B-Side goes live on Friday. Uh, and it should go live on both the app store and uh, Google Play. I'm sorry. <laughs> My voice just... It was weird. It's like I need a throat lozenge. Google Play. I'm sorry for all Android users. Android, hey, hey, it's gonna it's gonna work just as dope on oh, yeah. Android as it is on uh, Apple. It's just, <laughs> hey, the 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 Android Apple War is one of my favorite things of all time. Because here's the thing, uh, Android actually outsells Apple oh. worldwide. Oh, but there would be no Android if it wasn't for Apple. Mm. Why? They still because <laughs> they copy it because <laughs> there was an originator. <laughs> Do you, does anybody remember Samsung having a keynote, <laughs> bringing the most groundbreaking phone of all human history to the market? Did yeah, Samsung do that? <laughs> no, or they did, did not. They did not. Hey, you you want to know a fun fact? Yeah, tell. Me. Samsung was making parts for the iPhone. Word. Oh wow! Word. For like the first, when did the first Samsung phone come out? Was it like between, I thought it, it feels like it would be somewhere between five and seven years. It could have, I don't think it was, what, uh, what I love about Juliana, Juliana beat. Yeah, when I tell Juliana, you, look, look, I'm not finished with my sentence. She's on clickety clacking. She's on it. Hey, Tim, on that same note. We love Sony cameras. Sony makes a sensor in the iPhone cameras, and then they try to make their own phone. Crapola. <laughs> Crapola. It says right here, the first Samsung, uh, the, the company's first cellular product was an in-car handset under the title SC1000 in 1985, but it failed to gain traction due to the quality issues. Samsung Electronics went back to the drawing board and produced the first SH100 three years later in 1988. 
Yeah, we're talking that. I mean, you've given us the history of Samsung. <laughs> history. Four score and seven years ago. <laughs> Samsung oh, decided. Here we, right, here we go. Here okay. we go. Short version. Short version. Thank you, sir. 29th of June, 2009. 2009, June 29th. All right, and when the first in the in the first iPhone came out, when two thousand first, first iPhone was what two thousand five? Yeah, I would two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. So two years later, so so Samsung was putting their parts inside of iPhones, and then they were like, "I think <laughs> we, can, we can do this now. We can do this better." They don't do it better. That's what they, they thought. They do it faster. Yeah, they do. Their scale is faster. Um, and I, and I'm not mad at like, like galaxies, you, you know, it, whatever. <laughs> they take nice pictures. Do you remember the sidekick though? Yo, the Psy- sidekick. Hey, if sidekick still existed, I'd have one. That was my favorite phone of all time. <sighs> first Android was two, uh, first iPhone was seven and then the Android was eight. Was it that fast? Mm. Speed running. <laughs> well, they're making the parts. They're making them. Someone said, are you a PlayStation or Xbox fan? Uh, somebody said Android for life. Ebony, I love you. Yeah. Ebony Tally. Hey, oh, there you go. It's not a competition. I love you. <laughs> I love you. And I and I had a Samsung before. I just like the integration of Apple. My, my world just is more of an Apple world. It's seamless integration, everything I have, and it's just... Whatever and so I'm I'm good, but I'm I'm Sidekick for life. If they still made Sidekick and it, and they had like smartphone, but in the Sidekick, I would have it right now. I promise you, would I would have it. Someone right now tweeting. Yeah, they are. They 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 working on it. <laughs> um, I so so y'all got to remember, I'm 48 years old. I'm not 38. I know I look 32. Yeah, you do. Um, if I shave my beard and my mustache, I'm going to be 27. Um, uh. But I've been around since ColecoVision. Like. Wow. Yeah. ColecoVision, Atari. Yeah. Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. Um, I never played the Dreamcast. It just looked whack. Uh, Mm -hmm. Super NES. Mm -hmm. But when PlayStation came out, it was over. Mm Mm-hmm. And you just stuck with that. Triangle, Square, Circle, X. This is my life. So, So when Xbox came out, you know, it was like it was a stumble into the market by Microsoft. Like Microsoft Windows was already crap. And then they were like, introducing a gaming system. We were like, Ain't nobody paying this ugly looking controlling thing. That looks horrible. All right, is it time for us to go eat? Okay, Abigail's on her way. Y'all, we gotta go eat. Um I love y'all. I've loved hanging out with y'all. 1600 still in the chat right now. Uh, thank y'all for uh, holding some of y'all day with us. Um, uh, Judah John, you got a question? I don't have an answer because we about to go bye-bye. But I love you. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, uh, until next time, people. It has been a good day. Mm-hmm. I think we covered a lot today. Oh, you, we oh, did. Oh, man. We covered a lot. Y'all got some Bible nerd stuff out of me today. Y'all will never see David and uh, Saul again the same way. Ever, mm-hmm. ever, ever. Thank you for that. That was uh, 
Justin Crespo. Uh, he said, I just missed the live. Hawaii is too late. Yeah, Hawaii is like four hours behind us. Somebody, uh, Jackie wants to know who is the guest on Wednesday. Who's the guest this Wednesday? Nancy Houston. Y'all, y'all are not ready. My life coach, who I've been in process group therapy with for the last six years, is our guest on The Basement this Wednesday. The story is absolutely crazy. I think we released a clip with her today. Uh, she's a sex therapist. She's brilliant. Um, uh, and she's responsible for my life being sane. Uh, so you guys are going to uh, enjoy that interview that I had with her. And um, I agree with you, Leanna. Uh, more Bible nerd moments for sure. Uh, we will make sure that it happens. Uh, but until next time, guys, I love you guys. I hope you have a great day. Deuces. Press B with me and let's let whatever gon' be just be. Uh, yeah, so press B with me and let's let whatever gon' be just be.